Hello, hello, hello. This is Naria here. Aloha with Ilana. <laughs> We're just uh, sitting here and talking today. We wanted to share with everyone talking about uh, matcha and just talking about being healthy and eating better and what can we get our kids to eat that is healthy for them. Right. So there's a lot of different green, clean green, nutrient-dense products on the market. I mean, we can go anywhere from wheatgrass to spirulina to chlorella to blue-green algae to phyto marine phytoplankton. What else do you want to throw in there? Okay, so let's <laughs> just start with this at first. First of all, we can say, okay, well, we're going to get our kids to eat lettuce. And, oh, my gosh, maybe you can even get your kids to eat spinach. My kids like spinach. Or, you know, whatever greens are as kale. But let's face it, today, unfortunately, the earth, the nutrients that are inside of the plants are not the same as that they used to be. And even after that, even after they do eat them, a lot of time it's not digested. So even if you get your kids to eat all of those greens, spinach, kale, different things, they, they're not getting the nutrients. That's why all the things that Ilana just mentioned are things that are like super powerful green foods to get those greens that we need. Right, it's kind of like taking an insurance policy on your health because of the soil is depleted and we have to do all that we can to just give your body that, um, that natural boost and the upgrade, like upgrade your operating system, uh, especially for our kids and for ourselves as well of equal importance. Um, and one of the things that uh, unfortunately I, I don't like about um, some of the green, hyper green, super green products on the market is they don't necessarily taste good and you have to really kind of mask the flavor. I mean like spirulina bars, if you put a lot of chocolate in it, you might have to add maple syrup, whatever it is, or a natural sweetener. Um, they, they're okay and they're bearable. Um, chlorella I like as a supplement but it's not food, right? Uh, marine phytoplankton, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's, it's really hard to, to get, um, to make that exciting. Children do like the bright green, though. I think it excites them, don't you think so? It's like kind of like, I don't know, just colorful. Yeah, They're attracted to it. You make it really it. fun. Swamp yeah. water. Yeah, monster, exactly. Monster green. Monster, <laughs> monster drink. You can make things like that interesting for them. But I think it's important um, to see that you know, spirulina, it's like the wonder food and it has so many great nutrients. Um, I'm, my mom is coming from Hawaii. I love Hawaii. They have some of the best spirulina, but for, I don't know why. Spirulina just does not sit well with me. It's something that I try. I've tried how many times to take, take even the pill form. And it, for some reason, I just comes up it's something i went to a shiatsu and it's the one thing she said is there anything you can't do you know in supplements and believe me i do a lot of things that i don't like and i can i can do it but i said the one thing that's really hard for me is spirulina and right she, so, so that's okay and that's wheatgrass i also don't like wheatgrass juice. yeah but that one time when if you get it really, really perfect fresh. yeah with apple juice with with some apples freshly squeezed apples it can be bearable but um, yeah, but again, no, I hear it's that. it's something that we just. But there is something Ilana was just mentioning to me, like that. You know, you, you should listen to your body. That if yeah. it's something that makes you nauseous and you hate it so much, or it's not, then it's not really worth it. Or to make your kids cry, <laughs> which I have done before. Come on, guys, you have to eat this. If you want a dessert, then you need to eat your greens today, and it's not worth it. And that's the thing that's amazing about matcha, I think. Yeah, I think matcha is definitely um, probably like the most 
versatile of all those green, healthy, super healthy foods because it, it can and it does taste good. And it doesn't have to be consumed just in its natural tea form, which might be a little too much for kids. But you can bake with it. You can make shakes with it. You can have a latte. The kids are, my kids also, they really like matcha lattes. You know, they're oh, really into it. it. That's like their breakfast in the morning. Yeah. Like to have a matcha latte. You can put the little almond, uh, almond butter in it. Yeah. And get some... Or tahina. Oh, you know what I made? Um, I gotta let you try it. I made uh, sesame seed milk. Ooh. Have you ever had it? No. That it was amazing. actually so good, and I cannot wait to go home and try and make a matcha latte with sesame seed milk. Because um, it's just, it's a lot easier to make than almond milk, because you still have to squeeze the pulp. It's a lot, it's less messy, uh, and it's very, you know, nutrient-dense, calcium, protein, all the goodies. Um, so, it, and it looks bright white and so pretty and I'll have to get you guys that recipe for sesame seed milk because that was, that was fun. And that, then you can make your latte like a breakfast when it's so, if you use a healthy milk, milk substitute and you put, you know, tahina people, or whatever. People don't even realize that if you get the full tahina, the... Tahini, I think tahini, it's called. Yeah. Oh, in <laughs> that, uh, that it's, um, it has so much calcium. It has more calcium than milk, actually. There's two types. There's a full one that they use the full seed, and then there's the the one where they take off the outer husk. Right. And the, if you get the the one with the whole that they use the whole seed, it has so much calcium in it. You're giving your kids calcium, and you're not even giving them any dairy. Right. And you're putting it inside this drink and blending it, and they don't even realize. But it's actually, and it has protein also. And you're giving them a drink that they want, that they like. And they're getting greens with it also. Right. I think it's a great way to incorporate green. And it, it's kind of, it's sad, but the reality is it's very hard to get, um, especially leafy greens in children. Um, root vegetables are so popular in our society, right? Like carrots, even beets, um, potatoes, cucumbers. Um, that's not technically a root vegetable. Like my kids love cucumbers and they're very alkalizing. They're filled with alkaline um, balance, because but they they're not really green. leafy green. Yeah, they're not nutrient-green chlorophyll. Right, it's not really high in chlorophyll. So I think um, that's what's really, really awesome about matcha is it is kid-friendly. You do have to watch out a little bit about the caffeine, but it's not like giving them coffee in, in, in any, you know, it's not it's not like giving them a cup of coffee in the morning and has half the caffeine in and much smaller doses and more digestible, and it chills kids out. I am like really interested, and I think I mentioned this last time, to, to continue the research of the effects of L-theanine in matcha um, on children for hyperactivity. I, mean, I, I a, feel like my yeah. own self. Since I've been drinking <laughs> yeah. more and more matcha, I've actually come off coffee that I don't even want coffee. Like I wake up in the morning and I want a matcha drink. And it, I feel like it gives me energy, but you don't have that big fall after I have with coffee and coffee. You know, if you don't have, you have a fall, you fall down, you have that energy, and then you're like, oh, I'm so tired, I need another cup of coffee. Yeah. But with matcha, I don't ends. feel like that. And I also feel that I'm giving my something, my body something good. Yeah, it's, it's that's really true. Um, also for chilling out, not necessarily just for kind of like hyperactivity in children, but for myself, even last week, I was like borderline having a panic attack. So I was just so stressed out with everything, with the kids, with work. And then I was like, and then I made matcha shakes, the banana one, um, with the kids. 
And literally, like, right after I had the shake, I was like, I'm fine. It was incredible. It, it really, really does chill you out. I also uh, I also have that reaction. And maybe it's a placebo effect because Elana mm -hmm. told me, you know what? <laughs> I, I called her and I was stressed out. I was like, oh, look. She's like, oh, I had that happen to me. And I drink a matcha shake, you should have matcha. And I felt like it really helped. Maybe it's a placebo effect, but whatever it works. works. Whatever yeah. works, it worked. And I felt much more relaxed. Yeah, so definitely please try that out, experiment, and and try it because um, we could all use a little extra stress relief in our life, and I'd rather personally get it from like a matcha milkshake or a latte than from a spirulina pill. Not to, you know, call out and, and, and you know, bring down the spirulina lovers. It has its place. My husband, he's the type of person, he could, he could eat spirulina and only spirulina all day. He'll just yeah, take spirulina have, pill and be fine. I'm one. not like that. Your son, Ilana. <laughs> oh, he used so? to drink uh, spirulina all the time. Oh, right. Drinking. I, I remember that. He had like these green bottles and he was always drinking it. Right, and I remember I, that. And I have one son that will take it, like in his yogurt, that he loved to have the green drink. That he loved to have the green. Powder? Yeah. Powder form? Yeah. And the other two are just like every time they make a gagging face every time they see it it's, you know the little emoji that's all green like that's what oh, when every no. time I see it but I think of like my kids trying these spirulina it's like that they want to throw up every time they see it but one of my sons did like it so if you like it and it's good for you you should you should seriously do it because it is a great thing but for those of us that don't like it or it doesn't sit well with or those of us that don't like the wheatgrass or it doesn't sit well with you then I so think like with wheatgrass for example I can tolerate it a little bit um, and it does give me energy it is an energy boost and it's also a good coffee replacement but I see it as like a health energy drink whereas matcha is actually a treat right yeah I was just yeah. gonna say that <laughs> I was gonna say that when I make myself a matcha latte or matcha that I feel like I'm spoiling myself but I feel like it's a treat right that it's something special. it seriously is one of the best and you know like, like yes matcha ever. is not the cheapest drink but neither is spirulina or any of the other greens they are expensive it's expensive to produce them and take yeah. out the, the nutrients but really I feel like it's like you know a good cup of coffee when you have a good matcha it's like a special treat for yourself and I and you're spoiling yourself oh and I right think that's so it nice. is really important and speaking of coffee I wanted to mention I actually just read an article this week that most Americans consume um, the, the number one resource that they get most of their antioxidants from is actually from coffee which on the one hand was really sad because I'm like really they don't eat enough fresh fruits and vegetables and other oh you know super God. herbs and superfoods to get uh, a decent amount of antioxidants but most people will have their cup of joe and coffee does have many good things about it I don't consider it junk food I think the, the whole the, the cow's milk and the sugar and all that can really be unhealthy and not sustainable and caffeine people who are sensitive to caffeine coffee is a problem it can cause adrenal Me. fatigue yeah <laughs> adrenal fatigue amongst a host of other conditions um, and I love coffee I do like the taste oh of gosh. it and the smell of it. it it's great but uh, it just needs to be moderated I think and then when people it, it's a it's like a vicious circle because you just keep wanting more and more and more and you never get that you know you just feel anxious half the time so that's the problem with coffee but I was just kind of shocked when I read that that can you believe that that that's where most Americans get their antioxidants because from the coffee beans because they're not having any enough anyway of healthy food and I know the trends are shifting and it's you know people are getting more and more into it and the opportunity is there to to shift to more healthy lifestyle but um but that was a little sad to me. <laughs> and let me just say this. I love coffee. One of my favorite smells would be fresh coffee smell. I love coffee. I'm a coffee. I, I could drink coffee, but caffeine affects me 
very negatively and I have adrenal fatigue and they've told me stay yeah. away from caffeine and again that's maybe other people they won't feel the drop of energy or caffeine like I do but it's really and I become addicted that I cannot function without the coffee and this when our bodies need it like that it's not not healthy and I think that whereas matcha has a green tea has such a different effect on me overall the caffeine really does affect you differently but again I love coffee there are some good things about it but again and one other thing about the coffee though that really is difficult I think is that it's just so acidic and this mm. is something that's not you know not good for just yeah fire. if I'm gonna have acidic things then uh, give me um what do you want a shot of vodka or something? yeah no <laughs> give me some sugar I oh, don't sugar, know right? but I have That's enough acidic good. things to, like to drink I don't even drink sweet coffee I love black coffee right, with a, me too. a splash of cinnamon or nutmeg or something and uh rice milk or I can just drink plain black coffee I'm fine. How about cloves? I just read that cloves are anti-parasitic uh, yeah, which is also really no, good. No but this is also the one of the reasons like in Middle Eastern cultures they have this blend of like cardamom mm -hmm. and cloves that they put in their coffee but it's actually like really beautiful because this is something they say that this makes the coffee more alkaline. Yeah it neutralizes, so it, yeah, it neutralizes yeah. the acidic acidity of the coffee so it's actually quite nice if you're adding those things that you're getting something so I always try to add cinnamon or cloves or cardamom just to make the to make it uh, you know neutral but when you're drinking matcha you're actually doing the opposite that you're actually getting yourself uh, uh, alkaline drink yeah and also I think like the whole like vibe of like green tea is like sit down relax mm -hmm. meditate chill out where coffee often is like you're on the go you know get me that cup of coffee like it's more like a steroid almost I'd say like a stimulant um, than something that to calm you down which I think is really good in our, in our hectic society uh, definitely but I was just gonna mention one thing back to the wheatgrass like what do you think about this like on the one hand I am um, I was able to, now I can kind of tolerate wheatgrass. I think I went through years of detoxifying. And I think when I first, very first time I tried it, for sure, I just gagged and couldn't do it. And what about your body? Like sometimes when you actually really need something and you're so unaccustomed to it, your body has a reverse effect or an adverse effect. And then as you start to eat healthier, you become more sensitive in some ways, like to the bad stuff and more receptive to the good stuff. I was just wondering your thoughts on that. Like, did you ever have an experience like that with anything else, with other supplements or... I don't know. I don't know because I know that I really need the, like, I really need the greens. And I just can't tolerate the, I can't tolerate the spirulina, but I could always tolerate the chlorella or the chlorophyll mm -hmm. or the matcha. So I don't know if it's just something about it or seaweeds or the blue-green algae doesn't affect me at all. But I don't know. But I do know that if you eat healthier, that you start becoming more sensitive. For me, it's the chemicals. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you stop eating... Start eating chips. All, yeah, you start eating only plain potato chips and only plain uh, nachos with no, you know, like Doritos with all the chemical taste and everything. And now I can't eat that. It's like not tasty to me and I feel like I'm eating chemicals. Right. That's definitely true. You become, become quite sensitive to it. And that's, I think, like on the one hand, I think it's a good thing because your body knows what it actually needs. But on the other hand, um, like we were talking about this earlier, like the sort of 80-20, I also think it's good sometimes to just have that ice cream or whatever it is and not think too much about it and just have it and enjoy it and and don't make that your main staple in your diet and don't overdo it and don't have it three times a day. Um, just have that and kind of move on because your body is designed to, um, 
to adapt right mm-hmm. to different types of foods um, yes. yeah so I think I think you need that healthy balance and like we were talking about that earlier with like dieting and stuff I'm like happy to report I'm not doing any specific diet right now I'm just taking lots of like snippets of different types of diets I've done and and make something custom made like tailor-made for me what makes me feel good and that's something yeah this is definitely me recommend. so much that I've had so many diets and so many things that I just want to I, I and it's not healthy for me because I start to have eating disorders eating problems and it's not good for me and I realized that you know I my thing is I try to eat as much real food as possible and the 80 20 that you still I still need to have comfort food and, and sometimes it's hard for me and sometimes I do do those extreme things and like okay this week no gluten no this no that because sometimes I can't handle myself and if I give yourself chip, a boundary yeah right? I eat one chip I eat the whole bag and sometimes I can't handle it and sometimes I can't but I know that if I say I can't have this then I want it more and I'm all about like every person needs something different and there's no diet that I think that fits everyone yeah, I think so too, definitely. And there's just so many different body types out there, and you do what works for you. And I just felt this like release when I decided, like, made a conscious decision. No, I'm not gonna do. You know, I was doing the green smoothie cleanse, and I learned a lot from it. I don't want to do the sustain. There's like a 10 day one and a 30 day one. So no, I'm I'm done. I'm gonna. I've learned from it. I'm gonna just do whatever works for me now. And it takes a long time to get to that stage, though. Oh, I think if you're yes. a beginner, but if you've been for years, like constantly upgrading your knowledge about healthy food and um. And, and then, you know, you, you make small sustainable changes and then your whole life, I mean, in the past, I'd say seven or eight years, I have been like seriously detoxifying and not in an extreme way, but by cutting back to the point where it just becomes second nature. It's, I don't have to fight it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like I seriously was the type of person who would get like pizza, Coke, um, and McDonald's like every day. I would be so happy with that. And I'm not that person anymore. It's not a fight for me. Of course I don't want it every single day. Like my kids, I, I, like even to, I said to my kids today as a joke, like there were some cookies I got for free or something, and they're on. And my son comes on and says, "What can I have for breakfast?" And I'm like, "Here, here, I have these cookies." Mm-hmm. Of course, I had his chia seeds sitting in the <laughs> cranberry juice on the counter, and made his flax seed matcha drink. And I, but I was like, "Here, just take this to see what he said." He's like, "Mommy, no, I want real food." Sweet. And it was like. <laughs> It made me feel so happy, but my husband is like that. I'm seriously so American, and I could just be like, he's like, I don't have any food, I'm hungry, and I'm just like, here, have some potato chips, here's some cookies, and he's like, that's not food. Yeah. But we grow up thinking, this is food. McDonald's is food. Junk food is food. It's not food. We shouldn't call it junk food. It's just junk. Yeah. And in my house, that's what it is. It's not junk food. It's junk. I said to my kids, don't eat so much junk. You know, you can have one piece of junk a day. Good for you. And this is what it is. It's junk. It's not junk food. It's not food. And I'm so... And that's the difference that I have changed and seen so much myself. That used to be I could just live off potato chips and things and that would satisfy me. And now it doesn't that I have to have real food. And your real food, whether it be gluten or whether it be rice or whether it be whatever what various things are good for people dairy or not dairy or vegan or meat whatever your real food is make sure it's a real food yeah and make sure you enjoy it because that's the beautiful thing and the most beautiful thing I think I've learned along this health journey is that real healthy fresh nutrient-dense mineral and vitamin uh, packed food 
tastes better and then you want it. I never used to believe that. You used to home cook at home a lot more than yeah. me. And I used to say, don't you just want to go out, get something to eat? Yeah, and you said to me, oh, but does it, it tastes better at home. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. Like, why do you make your own hummus? Why do you go out to that work for doing that? That was a not Ilano single life. Oh, yeah? And you were like, why do you make all that stuff from scratch? Just buy you it. You could just buy shop. it. It's yeah. so much easier. And I'm like, no. It tastes, it tastes so better, better and I've like completely come 360 and, you know and I, I feel People that People are going to laugh and I'm going to tell you this and this is my, because I told someone else and I know they laughed at me and they, she said that's like a joke in her family now. But if you make your food and you make it with love, it gives it a good energy. Yeah, and people definitely. People think it's crazy, but I'm telling you, there's all these things, and I ferment, and I couldn't get my my sauerkraut to turn out, and I'm looking at all these things like how to make your sauerkraut, and I'm googling and researching and doing everything, and I see this one. This is what was wrong with your sauerkraut. How to fix your sauerkraut? And the lady's like, I was so angry when I was chopping, and I thought, Are you kidding me? Like I'm looking for, you know, I want something substantial that's gonna tell me how to make my sauerkraut. And she was like, I was chopping away and I was so angry at my husband but you know what I always tell my kids you know what this is made with love and I always say that like things that are hand chopped are so much better and, and not anything against because sometimes I use the food processor but we need to do that but like doing things with your hands and making things at home puts a good energy on it and they taste so definitely much definitely I think the same thing with matcha and tea just to tie that in and we'll wrap up here is that like if you take the time and the effort to sit down and enjoy your drink, and, and even if it takes a little bit more time to to make, um, you appreciate it more, and you just you know you can be more mindful eater. And same with food, you know that that you just scarf down in a second that you picked up and drive through. You're not you don't have that like mindset to appreciate it and every taste and texture texture. And I think it's definitely something that we can all try. Um, even even just once a week, make a ma meal. You know, I, I seriously thought like baking cake, like I baked a cake back in the day. If I baked it from a box, I thought that was baking. And now, like I, I'm just like it opens up a whole new world if you just try, you know, experiment, make your own recipes, um, and just try it. And and it's it's really fun and it's teaching your children such a gift too. I think like my kids, I'm I'm very happy that they, they're very hands on like when it comes to to food and, and home cooked meals and knowing what goes in there you know knowing what's actually in there and where it's sourced from yeah. I grew up on a in, uh, in the country coming from my grandparents had a farm but today when we say that people don't even know like we're living in a place in the city and that you know the the garden had a a little garden and he's like oh showing all the kids what a tomato looks like and people are going crazy that there's a cherry tomato on this plant because seriously they never see They're they so don't detached. know what yeah the, that it it looks like to have a vegetable on a on a plant my kids fortunately can go to their grandparents and they see it and they pick it and they know that but this is scary and that's the same with food that people think that food comes from a box yeah and it doesn't and to give your gifts of your kids a gift and to say that there is real food out here and real food is not McDonald's that you're giving them a gift and something that they can take for the rest of their life and that and if you do a little bit of cooking your kids start to do it too my kids are you know 11 years old and the they take care of the banana bread and how to use the bananas and not waste them and do this and they start to cut and chop in the kitchen and I think it's just really a beautiful thing because they appreciate real food. Definitely. Get your kids out to a farm. Try and get your local farm. I think that's such a good excursion. So, so much fun. We're planning one soon. Um, an organic farm. 
And yeah, if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, criticisms, shoot them out there. We'll answer you. Thank you so much for your time. Get in the kitchen when you have, when you, uh, when it's, when you want to. Get in the kitchen, try as much real food as possible. Yeah, right. I, I used to hate that. I never saw myself as someone who would ever want to be in the kitchen, but I've really grown to to love it. <laughs> yeah, your Ilana, recipes become like your babies. Yeah, huh? Ilana, I can tell, I can vouch for that. That she would be the least one that I would ever expect to be like in the kitchen because she's just she's so amazing. She's always busy doing other things, but she has became like such a guru in the kitchen. Like some of the <laughs> things that she comes out with, not only are they so tasty, but they're so delicious amazing yeah anyone can do it yeah so don't <laughs> feel um intimidated because if i could do it you could do it trust and also me. myself <laughs> ask my husband when you didn't I even know how start. to like boil an egg or something yeah, right <laughs> i remember one time we had to boil potatoes for thanksgiving and my dad was like what you got to cut the potatoes or no it's gonna take forever and he's like shaking his head because my sister and i had no clue because my mom had to work and she just told us to throw all the no, potatoes in there like actually i learned to cook more for my husband i couldn't cook anything when i met him like one dish and this like with Velveeta cheese <laughs> oh sounds good gosh. actually but in like moderation chicken chicken <laughs> rice cheese broccoli oh my gosh with Velveeta cheese and that's all i could cook <laughs> so take it slow have a good day let me know if you uh go on a farm and Touch base soon. See ya. Aloha again. Bye. Bye.